0: We listen listening to Irish Radio Canada and we are at Folk Alliance International virtually this year. We are not in Kansas City much in all as we would like to be, even though we were in New Orleans last year. And uh, the good thing about it is we are actually able to connect with lots of artists who, um, it may be as easy for them to get to this as, a, and easier maybe than had it been live. And also I have found that it's easy to schedule and actually get to chat to people because the buzz of the real Folk Alliance means people are so busy and so wound up and the adrenaline is such that it's actually hard to pin people down. And I have Josh O'Keefe with me here and I had the opportunity to listen to some of Josh's music and uh, I was blown away. I was blown away just with the instrumental, the the, uh, videos that are out there on YouTube and other places. Uh, I would urge you to take a look at them. And uh, a beautiful singer-songwriter, Josh, thanks a million for taking the time coming along for a chat. And a pleasure to have you here.
1: Uh, you're welcome. Glad to be here, man.
0: Um, a bit about yourself and your music. Uh, what would you, how would you describe your musical background and your genre?
1: Messy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, there's a there's a lot to it, you know. Um, there's a lot to it. There's there's almost too much to explain and go into, but um, I mean. You know, I've, uh, loved folk music for a long, long time. And, uh, I've loved great songs for a long time. And that's kind of, uh, always what I've searched for is great songs, no matter what the genre is. And I really ended up at folk music. I couldn't ever find any, uh, better songs, um, in any other genres. And I wound up at folk music. And, uh, I thought folk music, you know, had some of the best songs, well, the best songs that I could find out there. So I kind of, you know, started delving into it even more, and um, just got addicted to uh, folk music, and have been for a long time.
0: So who would you say um, helped you um, develop the addiction?
1: Um, no one really, it's just just uh, off my own accord. Um, no, I
0: I mean, like which artists? What are, what, are, what artists out there that? Oh. Well,
1: Oh, which <laughs> one? Well, I, I ended I ended up my search as I was going through the and I ended up with Woody Guthrie and I couldn't find anything better than that. And obviously Bob Dylan's there too, right there with him. Um, and I don't think I could find anything better than that. So, you know, obviously those uh, in terms of songwriting um, capabilities. Um, but I mean, I've listened, I listened to everything all over the spectrum. You know, Lead Belly. Uh, the Clancy Brothers and the Dubliners, are obviously, you know, right up there for me. Um, they're my favourites, uh, but there's so there's so many. I mean, you know, um, uh, it just the list is endless. I can't, I, you know, I can't really pinpoint a few artists that would be unfair to right. the others.
0: And would how various artists interpreted and performed, say, for example, the likes of Dylan's work, have uh, no. att- attracted, because there have been various interpretations, particularly of Dylan's work, um, that would have caused you to discern um, and develop your own style.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't really know what you mean.
0: In so far as you, you developed your own style, and what, right. what I what I heard was Joshua Keith. It wasn't that you were in any way trying to emulate anybody, or and um, when you take to look at some of the great folk music writers and you mentioned Dylan so many artists yeah. have recorded his work and taken the, put their own stamp on it did that yeah. encourage you to say I can put my stamp on other people's work as well and, and build your confidence in that area
1: yeah definitely I think you know it's th- that that is an, a, an important thing for any artist is to
0: find you know their own
1: voice I think everybody is influenced by um somebody or a group of people but you know it's uh it's um, it's always an artist's journey to find their own voice in writing and in you know the way that they sing or whatever um so yeah i mean it definitely spurred me on to figure out you know my own voice and uh you know i mean people like dylan you know was influenced by liam clancy and stuff and took a lot from him and a lot from other woody and stuff and but then he figured out um uh, you know his own voice and i think that's what i'm doing or trying to do and that's uh, that's important for me
0: so when you um present your own voice um and you stand in front of an audience which particularly mm-hmm. with your own work you you're you're exposing your vulnerabilities
1: um, yeah.
0: do you do you feel um that vulnerability initially until you get over the hump and maybe you find that the song has been accepted. The audience has warmed to it, and you're not you you don't feel as naked the next time you get up
1: no honestly i I never feel like that as soon as i you know start singing it doesn't matter where I am you know in front of um seven thousand people at you know opening up the Chris christ or in a you know in a pub in Dublin, it doesn't really matter as soon as I open my voice i'm you know i'm, I'm somewhere else. Right. And, um, something else, you know, something else is going through me. It's not. I don't know. It's, I don't really think of it like that. I just get up there and sing, and I'm some, I'm somewhere else thinking about the song that I'm singing, and you know, and why I'm singing it.
0: Right, right. And um, from a, a career perspective, then, um, when would you? What would you have gone professional, or when would your? How long would you say that you've at this stage? Music is your career.
1: Well, I, I've, uh, I don't know. I guess that'd be the, the time that I stopped uh, having a normal job. That was probably <laughs> the last time I had a normal job. Like I was flipping burgers in a, in a stadium, football stadium. And, uh, and then I finally, I think probably about 18 or 19, I stopped doing that and, uh, you know, did music full time. And even if I had no money, that's what I was doing. So I guess since then, but you know, I've only really been doing music properly for, you know, touring and all that for two years, probably.
0: Right. Now, the last two years, the last year particularly has been difficult Two The previous year you would have had the opportunity to tour, but that has ground. Yeah, I'm not chance. counting
1: last year. I'm not counting last year as a year.
0: <laughs> okay, but so, so things have ground to all. But you're in, you're you're in Nashville now. Have you based yourself in Nashville?
1: Uh, yeah, I've been in Nashville for um, quite a while. I came here when I was uh, 17, actually. We just got on a plane and came here just because I wanted to be here and search for the best music that I could. And, well, the best songwriting was important to me at that time. Um And uh, I thought it was important to come here. So I've been here a while, but, I've you know, I've constant, I'm always on the move. I'm always traveling. I won't say I'm in one place. I'm, you know, I'm in the UK, I'm in Ireland. I'm always on the road. I never like to be in one place at, uh, all the time. So I'm always traveling.
0: But, right. yeah, I
1: would say I'm... Um, you know, um uh, i have a I have a little uh, log cabin in nashville um 350 square feet so that's the only home that i've got so yeah i would say that i'm based here a little bit
0: so um during the last year in a 250 square foot log cabin how has that been
1: yeah i got a lot of cabin fever
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, uh it's been testing, it's uh yeah, I mean for like for everybody, but I've just tried to get on with it, you know there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot more people in the world a lot uh, worse off than me and um than most of us, you know, there's people have it a hundred times worse, so I just try and be positive and just think, you know there's nothing that we can do, we just have to get on with it, and uh you know i've I've uh used the time um to create and do what I love to do, and it's been nice because. You know, there's not been any other distractions apart. From, you know, I've just been stuck in here, so it's almost like having a, you know, putting a lock on my door and uh, throwing away the keys for a year.
0: Uh, I I would assume your log cabin that you are somewhere in the country rather than in downtown Nashville. So at least you're able to get no. out. No.
1: No, it's no, actually in down. It's actually in downtown <laughs> Nashville, we're just on the outskirts. Believe it or not.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, we're. We're in the front of um we're in the uh, uh in the guest house in uh, of another of a bigger a larger house. Okay and uh, we're at the front uh yeah, but we're literally five minutes from downtown Nashville.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I was gonna say you might be able to get out into the wilds. How have you found yeah, folk how have right. you found <laughs> how have you found folk alliance?
1: Um, well, the my experience of folk alliance so far is, is uh waking up at nine o'clock in the morning and trying to figure out how to do a live stream because uh i've never done one so elaborate before you know i think the only one i've done before is i've just turned on the live stream on my instagram or uh facebook or something i'm not very good with technology anyway um i'm more of a newspaper kind of guy Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah i uh I spent all day trying to sort out the streaming and uh, and all that. So in the end, we got there, and uh, it was uh, it was good fun actually. It wasn't as uh you know as different as I thought it would be. It was just uh, like sitting in my room and playing uh, some songs with a few people watching. So it was good. And cool. uh, yeah, there's been you know I've I've, uh, I've actually not been on the uh, database myself because I'm not very smart with computers, but um, Cora has been uh reading messages to me and uh and uh and telling people thank you so <laughs> that's my experience so far
0: so um based on the limited exposure then uh the kind of feedback that you have that Cora has been sharing with you are you pleased with it uh
1: yeah I mean it's always it's always good if somebody likes your uh music I would say it's better than them disliking it I guess but uh <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, it's been good, um, and I get to meet people like you, so why not?
0: Indeed. Indeed. Well, just I'm going to let you back into your 250 square feet, uh, and, uh, and what we'll do is we'll uh, share McAlfine's Fusiliers with the listeners.
1: Brand, that sounds great. Thank you. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you.
0: Oh, you're welcome, and It's been a real pleasure meeting you and chatting with you. And again, yes, sir, if, some, if, if somebody wants to find you, where can they find you? Do you have a website? Uh, yeah, it's uh,
1: Google Josh O'Keefe, or it's um, JoshO'Keefe.com, I believe.
0: And then, are you on Facebook?
1: Yeah, it's uh, Josh O'Keefe on there, and you should see me on there.
0: Yeah, right. And, so uh, and Instagram too. Excellent. Well, Josh, it's been a real pleasure. As I said, wishing you all success, and I hope you get a good response from for the rest yeah. of Folk International.
1: All right, thank you. I'll talk to you soon.